I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Kristen. Yo, Jen. As you know, we both, uh, we'll talk about on the show, we spend a lot of time in the car with our kids. We're currently California moms and all the driving that goes along with that, that's a lot of driving. It's a lot of driving. Yeah. We're either at school drop-off, pick-up, weekend trips, doctor visits to soccer. You're going somewhere. You're always in the car. There's weekend trips. There's club sports, whatever it is, usually has a driving requirement. Upon hours and sometimes good ones and sometimes not so. Uh Uh-huh. And sometimes there's other ones. Yeah. Well, we've all been there. I know for my gang, one of the hardest parts in my car ride is deciding what we're going to listen to, like something we can all Mm -hmm. agree on. Like no judgment here, folks. A lot of parents have basically surrendered to AirPod life. As long as you don't hear F-bombs, you're like, whatever. I know. It's just easier. I get it, but... Right. We want to tell you about a new podcast called Wild Interest that has something for all of us, even me, so we can all enjoy listening together as a family. Wild Interest? What's that about, Jenny? Let me tell you. It's hosted by kids. And the shows are about whatever the kids are interested in. So great. Like anything from science to history, interviews with NFL quarterbacks. I'm into that. And they mix in jokes, riddles, fun. That sounds fun. I know, right? It's very fun. The best part is the hosts are my kids' age, so they can totally relate. That's very cool. I can't relate, but I I'll know. enjoy it. You'll though, enjoy it. Because they're enjoying it. That's right. Give it a listen. You won't regret it. You'll learn something and your kids will love it. Find Wild Interest anywhere you get your podcasts. I'll tell you what I'm doing right now. I'm podcasting. Are you podcasting? We're podcasting. We're podcasting. A lot of things happening. Uh, if if you w- would like to or could we ask you to, please Will rate, you? review, and subscribe to our podcast. Now, that sounds like a lot of asks, but it's not. Number one, you subscribe. You get our new podcast just boom in your phone every single week. Right. You uh, rate... You're like, oh my God. These I'm going to are- say a nice thing to a couple ladies that need it. I need some good karma. You can do <laughs> Right. Put that ahead. You won't get a speeding ticket. Absolutely. And then review, you can say, these women literally changed my life for the better. And boy, you don't do have they to, you look good doing it. Because you can see all of this fun action on the on YouTube. YouTube. We're right. also on all social medias. We've got an I Mom So Hard podcast Instagram. We have an I Mom So Hard Instagram we have the TikTok, we have the Twitter, we have the Facebook. If you want to get too much of us, just like our husbands, there are so many ways. There are so we many ways you. that we are available to you. So yeah. thank you for joining us on this fine day. Uh, in case you're just listening, I got a haircut, and that's all I want to say about it. You sound like you got a haircut. You're lighter on your feet. I like it. So right now, it's not exactly how she 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 likes it. Well, but- I got it dry cut, and they straighten it, yeah. and I always look like. Sort of like a like a prison warden when they do it like this. Well, I'm I mean, very check right now. I'm just very like all nose and a lot of like a lot of features. Oh, you know what? I I do see why you say that. You sort of do look like mean. 
It's it's a more severe looking cut, yeah. but I was picturing it. It looks like she's a working woman. I look like a sophisticated business lady. She's being lady. featured by an editor in some sort of a magazine. From your mouth to God's ears. The yeah. truth is, I really wanted to cut my hair for a long time, and my hair was getting really like just gross. There were so many dead ends. I just wanted a redo, so I got ten inches cut off, and that seemed like a, an over an over situation but you know what I do is I like to go in and go big so I don't have to go in for a long time <laughs> although she did get it cut Freaked get out. it immediately recut and then this morning went back for an additional, additional cut. cut yeah but yeah. it looks perfect it looks great well, I love it it'll be it's 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 a french bob without the fringe Ooh. so it's like a french it's like an inch bob an inch, and, yeah. And uh, I really do like it. I'm not 100% sure about it right now, but we're podcasting, so just in your head, make me have more wave in my hair. But and if you're seeing me on YouTube, no, I didn't gain weight, and no, I'm not mad, and yes, I'm probably tired. If you uh, have ever wondered, am I telling the truth about how much she overthinks hair decisions, you've now got the bang decision and just this recent haircut to confirm that it is... A group endeavor. <laughs> She's covering her face right I now. was like upset because I was like, Jen didn't have a good reaction to my hair when I walked out. She didn't like it. Like mm. if you, and then my husband said this to my kids because they both walked in and they're like, I like your hair, mom. Okay. Can you, can I have some lasagna? And I was like, that wasn't a big enough reaction. Nope. So my husband was like, kids, we have to give your mom more attention because when she gets a haircut, if you don't notice shit hits the fan. And I was like, fine, perhaps this is when I'm high maintenance is when I feel vulnerable and oddly like self-conscious and weird. Well, I, I Banks was worse. This is going to be a no brainer. I was okay with the original cut because I was there when it happened. And uh, I do have a photo of this haircut no. happening. Yeah, I do. So I can put that on no. the uh, Instagram. I have not seen it. I've not given permission. I'm saying right Podcast now. Podcast page. It's in my phone. It's... I was in such a bad mood too. No, like, no. We're in the final 5% of our renovation and I was like in such a bad mood. I was like, I don't care. Just cut off my hair. Like at some point they could have been like, do you want a mohawk? And I've been like, fuck yes, I do. It'll make me rage against the machine. You didn't look like you're, I'll show you the picture before I, wasn't I post having it. You a good didn't time. look like you were in a bad mood. But I, so when you turned to me, I could tell by your face that you didn't like it. So I was like, here I am. This is when I felt like my husband where I'm like, I do like the hair, but if I don't sell my initial, I like the hair. But I also can't ignore your face and as your friend and be like, I know I you see, have to deal with a lot with me, but I, you're no, welcome. You're I gonna need, be a better mother because of I it. need to find out what the face is. Yeah. The face was why can't they just hang the fucking chandelier the way I asked? Yeah, it had nothing and to do with the hair. All, so it's confusing. Who said I could cut off 10 inches of my hair? Oh, I did. Okay. And did I make a good decision? I really, it will really be cute. It's the, it's like too flat right now. If I can overthink your hair uh, for a second, when she asked you, do you want it like really short or you want it, and you said somewhere in the middle, I think you wanted it this, like, I was to just be, too, you were too just scared. nervous. So yeah. I think all you did was just baby step into the yeah. shorter and it's, it's perfect. It's going to be really cute it. eventually. And if it's not, I don't care. I don't, I have, I'm going through a thing. I'm like, and I think it has to do with what we're talking about today, which is the Golden Globes. Like, I don't know. I think yeah. this is a good thing, but I also think it's something that I want to pay attention to. But I feel like the Globes was, first of all, dominated dominated by women that are 60. Yeah, it and was. A 
I think we're in for a really fun ride because I think we're about to see women who've been coming up through the ranks in Hollywood and are no longer going to take shit. And we get to see what happens in that space. And it makes me really, really happy. I kind of love, so a couple years ago, and I don't remember exactly when this was, but like, What's her name? I know that you will know her name. She's married to one of the not the Farrelly brothers. The oh, there yeah. will be blood. What Mc, God? Uh, McDormand. Mc, Norman. Yes. Uh, 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 Francis McDormand. Francis McDormand. Yes. Who's married to a Cohen brother. Yeah, Cohen brother. Yes. Okay. So it's my favorite game. I win it. I know she's so good at this. I know if you if favorite. you and Addison were on we a would, team, we you'd would destroy. Win all the money. They Forget think it. We're like bugged. Yeah. They're I mean, like, do you do anything else? He nope. literally deep dive. He's like, uh, yeah, he was Zach's friend on Saved by the Bell. Uh, played same. by, I'm like, what? All day long. All day long. Uh, so anyways, Francis McDormand goes to accept an award two years ago. I think it was during COVID, which yep. everybody yep. needed somebody. It who was like, for that wonderful, it's, you, everybody should see it. It is the movie called Nomadland. Oh, okay. Highly recommend. It was shot during COVID, yes. not to interrupt. Uh, really beautiful. And the faces in this movie were so real and beautiful. Well, what I love about Frances McDormand, specifically at that uh, at that venue, at an awards show, she wasn't, she was wearing a nice dress, but she didn't have tons of makeup on. She didn't have fancy hair. She was not like playing this part that right. so many were like indoctrinated into yeah. young. And she got up on stage and was like Annie Oakley and like, stand up. That is the woman I – we all want to be deep down, right? Yes. Like, but I will say, yes, the thing I do love about awards nights, and it's because we we're the same. Like growing up in little tiny Nebraska, you see all this glamour. And it in itself is like all day long is – I can talk about what people are wearing and the clothes and the beauty. But I think what I really liked about this year is I saw this, this both – I saw yeah. the both Annie Oakley and also the starlet come together and it didn't all look like a 25-year-old beautiful ingenue. Yeah. It was like a 60-year-old woman with a little bit of age on her face or a little age in her voice or a little bit of fucking I don't give a shit attitude and I love it. It inspired me. I do too. It's not I, – I love to play dress up more than anybody of else course. in the whole wide world. I absolutely love it. But like wearing beautiful clothes, having your makeup done and having beautiful hair doesn't mean that you – have to play smaller, play quiet, or be arm candy. The women who were there were making money. I mean, making like money? Jessica Chastain, how much money she makes with her production she, company. Reese Witherspoon like, just oh my sold God. Hello Sunshine for a billion dollars. You a don't billion just dollars. accidentally sell something for a yeah. billion dollars. And you know what she did that was so smart? And I got to give it to her because I think this makes perfect sense to you and me, is Reese Witherspoon started a book club. Hey, yeah. we've all been a part of book clubs. I rarely read the book because yeah, I, we go for the wine. We go you for get the it. wine and then we talk about other shit. Yeah. But she started a book club. She looked at the books that everybody was fired up about. She bought the rights to that book. She made that book into a movie. Guess what? We're all better off for it because they're women-driven stories. And we're not like sitting in the back going, bravo, women. It's like, no, they're really good shows. Yes. They're getting the attention they deserve. The performances are fantastic. We're seeing different ages of women, different colors of women. It's like, but it, it spans such a bigger net than that. Like what Reese has started or or was part of, we're seeing like our girl, yeah. Jennifer Coolidge. 
Oh my God. Just dominated the Golden Globe. She did. Can I do one yes, sidebar yes, though so before we get into the coolage of everything? I need to like calm Because down. I need to prepare for her. Is this isn't necessarily a conversation about feminism because no. that's not really what where I'm coming from it. It's it's just about for me it's like about humanism because I never until I had both a boy and a girl really was worried about like things being fair for them both because yeah. I want the same for them both but like when I've said to my husband before like when you look at like positions of power especially in like Hollywood like what it's been or it, just look at the big companies you look at how many CEOs are headed by men it's mathematically impossible if things are fair that it's the numbers that it is. Right. There are more women in the United States than there in the world yep. than there are men. So the fact that there are like more men in those positions, it it's shows not, you there's a broken it, thing happening. Correct. Yeah. I just watched, I gotta give a big shout out to Barbara Walters, who oh, I'm yeah. such a huge fan of, and oh I just watched God. her documentary and she was on the Johnny Carson show, and you know she was one. Of, she was the first woman to get paid a million dollars a year as a news anchor. She earned every bit of it. She was the woman that knew that could. It's called the get, like get that could interview, you get the interview, yeah. and she got the get for some of the biggest world leaders, and also Monica Lewinsky, which at the time like nobody could get that interview, and she got that interview. And when she was being interviewed on the Johnny Carson show, and she never did it in an inflamed way or a way that turned anybody off or something that felt like, you know, when everybody, whenever somebody uses the word woke, I think we all like put our, our, yeah. our faces kind of go, nope, Whoever I know it's even, important, but it's not fun at a party. Yeah. She, it's just, she did it in a way that was like. I like the word aware. I like aware. I like cool. I like honest. Like it's not judgmental. She just was on the Johnny Carson show. She was sitting in Johnny's chair or in the guest chair. And she pointed out, she goes, I am looking at your crew and there's not one woman. Yeah. Why is there not one woman on your See, crew? See, that's what I'm saying. Mathematically impossible. Impossible. All things and now, being, yeah. and this was 30 years ago. Yeah. So I think we're seeing a change in it. And it's not just about that. It's really fun to see that not be the talking point and it just be like, Jennifer Coolidge slayed oh my in God. White Lotus. White Lotus season two, I actually thought was better than season one. So, and Mike White is a genius. He slayed at the Golden Globe. He, oh my God, there's so much I can say about him too. Yes. My husband and I liked season two more than season Me one. Me too. I did season two. I was like, how quickly am I slipping into Jennifer Coolidge's character on that show? I, oh. That was a little scary to me. I like, saw what, a lot of resemblance. It was a lot of, uh, I mean, look, if if my family can make more money, I'll be that pretty soon. I'm God, pretty sure. God like, bless her. I liked when she cried. It sounded like she was really crying, like how I cry, not like a Hollywood cry. Like, oh, yeah. Like a, oh. <laughs> yeah, at, the, at a table. Yeah. Yeah. It was in there. You know, and her speech was really awesome. It was kind of in the spirit of, you know, I you, you think things are going to go a certain way. You start to lose your your sizzle. You start to lose that um, that hopefulness and dreaminess that comes kind of with age and yeah. you become more practical. And I think eventually the word is wise, but she, she was like, this opportunity made me want to live longer. I'm like, what, a, what oh, an God. awesome, and she's 60 and she's like having the best time of her life was, right now. It was so honest. And this is also what I took away from it because 
in in this like weird weird world of comedy, I know so many people that know her, yeah, or like have known her for years or whatever. And she said this thing, like she, <laughs> which I thought was so wonderfully honest. She's like, I'm going to milk that American pie thing. I'll do number six. I'll do number seven. I'll just keep churning those out. Like yeah, because she wants I'll to play work. this milf. She, uh, this, I mean, she coined that. That's her f- phrase. About her. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This ad is sponsored by Greenlight. As your kids get older, there are some things about parenting that get a little easier. I don't know what they are. Actually, I do know what they are. But One thing that's pretty awesome is as they get older, you can kind of reason with them. And obviously, as your kids get older, they want a little bit more independence. And you can show them that by giving them a little bit of financial freedom. It's the conversation about money, baby. The fact is, kids won't really know how to manage their money until they've actually been in charge of it. And that's where Greenlight can help. Greenlight is a debit card and money app made for families. Parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on kids' spending and saving while kids and teens build money confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. With the Greenlight app, kids learn to save, invest, spend wisely, thanks to games that teach money skills in a fun, accessible way. The Greenlight app also includes a chore feature where you can set up one-time and recurring chores customized to your family's needs and reward kids with an allowance for a job well done. I'll tell you, we have a 13-year-old and Greenlight has been a savior. It's so nice for him to get to see what he's doing with his money, but also, you know, those automatic instant notifications also help us as a parent to know what he's doing with our money, but it really does create a very nice, fun way of teaching kids a little bit of financial smarts. Millions of parents and kids are learning about money on Greenlight. It's easy. It's convenient. It's a way for parents to raise financial smart kids and families to navigate life together. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash mompod. That's greenlight.com slash mompod to try Greenlight for free greenlight.com slash mom pod. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, Jen. Hey, Kristen. I would like to talk a little bit about stressors, both big and small. I know at this time of year, you're both feeling stressors, both big and small. And I know I am too. And I would just like to say that BetterHelp is therapy and a safe space to get things off your chest. And if you want to figure out how to work through those big and small stressors, Go to BetterHelp. I have to brag about this, um, our connection to BetterHelp, because I know so many people besides myself who have benefited from BetterHelp. Yes. I mean, therapy, just, I can't say enough good things about it. Everybody needs it. Why don't they just teach this course in in high school, right? Because everybody needs it. But like, I suffer when I have good stress and bad stress. Yes, it's stress. I, it's, all of it feels overwhelming. And sometimes you need somebody to just talk to. 
that can help you sort through your thoughts. That's right. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, which is exactly what I like. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash hard today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash hard. She is so beloved and easy to work with that people were like, like one of her friends that was in Growlings with her is like a friend of a friend of mine. So I saw his Facebook post and he said, I have known her for 30 years and that is who she is. Mike White, I love how he got up there and he's like, you guys, I wrote this thing and all of Hollywood passed on it except Jennifer. Yes. My loyal, because I think there is an entire universe out there of actors who are like, I just want to work or artists that just want to work. But I think my takeaway from Jennifer Coolidge is we talked this about this before. It's like as a woman, when you, you know, past 40 or you, you're looking ahead and you're also don't feel the same as you did looking behind. You're like, who are my heroes right now? I need yeah. to have heroes that don't seem so out of the world that I feel comforted knowing they're there. And Jennifer Coolidge is one of them. Cause I like that. She's like, she's not a stick. She's not over, over, overweight. I don't know. That sounds bad. It sounds like I'm saying something about her. I'm just saying, I like the way she looks. I like her big hair. I like her mouth. I like that she wears makeup. I like that she is irreverent and funny and she cusses all the time. And it makes me like her as this very specific individual and it makes me want to believe in myself more. Yeah. You know? Okay, I have to say who is – wasn't at this Golden Globes. Maybe she was. I don't know. I'm. You know I don't keep up on anything. I'll I'll keep you on task. Go ahead. Okay, but who – because they kind of look similar to Jennifer Coolidge. I have always, always loved Beverly D'Angelo. Of so, course. Who plays the wife and all the National, National Lampoons. And also went on to do Entourage and she played like a bitch agent and I loved her. She was she, filthy. She also plays this like really kind of not great mother in um, American History X. Oh, yeah. Which was an amazing Oof. like dramatic role. But she – has aged. She's still so breathtakingly beautiful and like But there's so age talented. there in a not like are we honestly going to hold women in a place where we say you can't let time pass? No, That's but you you know you know what's crazy. fair though and I loved that my husband said this too. He goes Oh, look at Brad Pitt. He's our new Jack Nicholson. Which remember, Jack Nicholson always used to sit like front and center at awards shows. And everybody would cut to him. Exact same, because he always gave these great reactions. And flirty, great. Yep. He's, I mean, how old is he now? 60. Right? What do you need me to tell you? Jack Nicholson? No, Jack Nicholson is probably in his late 80s, but Brad Pitt is about to turn 60. Okay. If anybody wants to know any, like, I'm trying to find addresses and just, I've got a social. He's a Capricorn. He's a Capricorn and he enjoys architecture. But I do, I do kind of love that, like, yeah, we are acknowledged, like. My dad always, you guys. Is he calling? Yes. He's like, hey, I heard you talking about my buddy Brad Pitt. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I normally, 
Why he never calls me unless we're podcasting? It's like he senses it. it. He really does. He, yeah. I think he's, he's like, I'm gonna get on the podcast. I again. do think he should be a guest. We'll he work 100% on that, you guys. Do you, we'll, we'll but edit yeah, a lot. I love like, hey, we're all acknowledging that um, Brad Pitt is aging. Nobody's got a problem with it. He's just getting hotter in a different way, just I like know. Nicholson did. You know, I think we as I think that it's um, like us embracing women in general and like celebrating these wins without it being about all this stuff that has to do with like, I don't know. It's just such a shitty thing to be like, this is what she looked like young. Like what a fucking, I hate those. I'm like, here, here she is now. Look how, oh, things are terrible now. This is what she looks like when she's 20. I'm like, do you have any fucking idea how terrible her brain was on her at the age of 20? And now at the age of 70, she's like so much to get more together. Like a woman in general at 20 feels so disconnected and a woman at 60 feels so much more centered. Like it just sucks that it's an inverse equation and we don't see what 60 looks like in your, in your soul, you know, cause it's different. But I do think it's getting, um, better. Yes. And it's hundred percent. I know, I know that I took like forever to say that because I feel guilty in a, a way when I say what I'm about to say, which is that whether it was like forced upon women or, because if I look back at my grandma, when she was a grandma with her hair done up and curled and playing the full grandma role, even yeah. though she was like hot stuff, she was mid fifties. I know, and I know. that woman really leaned into aging herself. Yeah, and I know that she didn't really want to, and I sort of feel like there, there's no reason that you have to like get your hair like not. I don't mean she was just gonna say cut get your, your hair, hair off. Well, I I honestly did when I was eighteen. I had a teacher tell me, he "Goes, are you gonna cut your hair now because you're grown up?" And I was like, "Ew." Uh, you can do whatever the fuck you me. want. Just be a better, more authentic version of yourself. Like that's what I was gonna say. Is like maybe what it is because there's this like I know the me too of it all or whatever you want to call it. That ha- I just like to say, hey, it's when what's his name, Harvey Weinstein yeah. was like outed for like taking advantage of women and actors for so many years. People were like, hey, let's just tell the truth. And the truth is, is that these creators and these behind the scenes people have a lot of times been these women that were pushed behind the scenes because they had aged themselves out according yeah. to like the universe. Yeah. Are you saying actresses or are you saying all of, all them. of them? Yeah. Well, I do. That was the thing that I, that I started to think about after watching the globes is I was like, man, what's the world going to look like if there's a band of like 50, 60, 70 year old women who decide not to like quit? Or did not quit. Because I do think there's something with age where you're like, I just kind of want to slow down a little bit. I think that's perfectly fine. But what I think is awesome is what happens when women get to a point where they're like, you know what? I'm just not going to give a shit anymore about what you think about me. And I'm just going to do the thing I want to do. I sort of feel like, watch out world. It's all going to change. Like if we stop caring so much about how women perceive themselves or how we perceive them and they just get to do a job. That seems pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it feels inspiring to me. It feels like things are – like there's a wave that's changing. Like I felt like when I saw Kei Kwan and Michelle Yeoh won for everything. Everywhere, I mean, everywhere all at once. All at once. Jesus. 
You guys see it has nothing to do with. No, uh, I care. I care to get it right. But here's Michelle Yeoh was talking about how coming to the coming to Hollywood as an Asian actress. And they were all like, like, oh, you can speak English. And she's like, like being so insulted. They were like immediately put her in a box and she's been working her balls off for 40 years and finally got to stand on that stage. And then Kehei Kwan. Um, who played short round in Indiana Jones, who, by the way, was like, literally, I loved him so much when I saw Indiana Jones, still one of my top five favorite movies. When he stood on that stage and talked about how he had not done anything for 40 years or 30 Mm. years, and he got up there and to have that moment all come together and then... Spielberg gave him his first shot and then Spielberg won for best director. I was like, everything's going to be okay. I know. I just got I feel so inspired and it was all so perfect. And it was an, I felt like after Will Smith ruined it. Yes. We got, we got a full circle moment and also Eddie Murphy winning the Cecil B. DeMille award and bringing back Will Smith's moment as a, as a tag and a joke Can- felt right. I want to say that I thought Eddie Murphy was a little weird. And I'll tell you what I thought was weird. He is a little weird. When Tracy Morgan gets up on stage and just gushes, he's like, everything I I ever wanted to do is because of Eddie Murphy. He's 10 feet away from him. And Eddie Murphy didn't even smile. I I was like, what is wrong with you, man? He's an odd dude. You know, I've listened to several interviews with him and – I don't know if he like kind of maintains a, a, a distance from people and then really just lets the people that are entirely close to him get close to him. Because Johnny Carson was like that. Ed McMahon and Johnny Carson shared a stage for 30 years or, or more, and Ed McMahon had never been to his home. Oh, weird. It, so so like there there is a thing in some artists that's just strange. And I agree. I felt like Eddie Murphy got up there and I was like, oh, man, you were like – the reason I got in all the trouble because all I did was imitated you yeah. for like three years from Eddie Murphy Raw from three days of free HBO. I do. He was real. He was. I can't he's, say he was is funny. He's immensely talented. He is so funny, but he was very much more personable, and I think that's why his joke was not great. It about was not Will great. Smith. I agree. I think it's because you can't be like stoic, tough guy with no vulnerability. Like I felt bad for Tracy Morgan getting up there I and agree. being vulnerable and saying you're my hero. And I know. Him I want being like, mm-hmm. uh huh. I wanted Tracy Morgan to be like, takes these backsies. Yeah, I'm gonna exactly. take these backsies. I don't like, know. When Chadwick Boseman. This wasn't this year. Talked about Denzel Washington, and like did it in sort of like a poem about how he gets to see. I'm getting like choked up. Gets to see this wonderful man on stage and screen, and then Chadwick Boseman followed him because of him being such a good North Star. I was like, <laughs> and Denzel had like tears in his eyes. Everything in me was like overwhelmed with emotion. I was like freaking out. That's what I love about flipping award shows, you yes. guys. Is I'm like, I'm in it to win it. I mean, when Mike White got oh, tears my- in his eyes when Jennifer Coolidge was up there because he, he was is, crying. He was absolutely crying. And he's a, he's a little bit of a cynical comic. He like is. His he's brand a, of humor is a little like. That's what I didn't like about the first White Lotus is that no point did it feel like anything ever good or nice or sweet or hopeful even dipped its toe in. But, but on this one, on two, on the second one, it really did. I just felt like his tears were like, 
we did it. And like, and he got up there and he said, he pointed to everybody in that crowd and he was like, you all passed on That's this. That's right. So fucking eat it for a minute, yeah, you guys. <laughs> you guys, all of Hollywood passed on this. You know you did, but I'm here now and it feels good and I'm a little drunk because you didn't have any food at this joint. I like, love that. I'm into it. I'm, it's, I was, so, it's so nice. I think I love award shows too for the same reason that like our husbands are so obsessed with like sporting events is like you hear the story of what it took to get there and then to get your dream. Yes. Like to achieve it. Can't we all just admit like that makes you feel like maybe the universe works. And maybe I got like, I always think in moments like Mike White and Jennifer Coolidge and Michelle Yeoh and all the people that got up there and gave speeches that felt like they mattered to somebody. Like I think about is that going to reach someone and someone's going to hit their artist potential or they're going to become an entrepreneur or they're going to like go one step further just because they got the right words said to them yes. at an award show? I think the answer is yes. I think it absolutely does. I Like you, you carry stuff with you. Like words hit you at the right time and then you keep them forever. And it lights your fire a little bit longer. And I think that um, – we all suffer burnout, whether it's like you've got like an Etsy shop and you just don't know if you should keep doing it or you've, you're- Keep doing it, you should, dubs. Yeah, man, like the world needs more art and it needs more people trying to do new things. Yeah. It's not you, just art. It's just trying something different. And you don't know when it's going to hit. I just read this thing about this woman who sold her company for $100 million who started like, um, a, it was like a tea tree oil or something. Like I probably own it. <laughs> like started an Etsy page and like her yeah. biz- no it was aloe aloe like, yeah she was like bottling aloe for God like whatever like, and yeah it makes me all so excited and that like award shows kind of bring it all to a culmination because it's stuff we get to see and it's such a hard business and it's like neat to see these people like get their moment and they take their shot and they take give a speech and it it feels perfect can I tell you yes. also who I really loved that stood out in my head from that night Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Regina Hall. Oh, okay. oh, Regina Hall is a pl- like she's comedy gold. Oh my god! If you Reg- haven't seen Girls Trip, okay. Oh, I didn't put together that that's where she was from. Okay, she's done a million things, but okay. Girls Regina Trip- Hall, presenter at the Globes, was like, okay, Kevin Costner won. He couldn't be here tonight. You can see her looking at the prompter, and she goes, "Oh, he's sheltering in place in Santa Barbara." Like. Thoughts and prayers. I mean, <laughs> is he going to be – I mean, he's in a mansion in Montecito. Oh, is he? Oh. I, it was so good to see. God like, bless her. A level playing field. Level playing field. Everybody gets, everybody gets teased a little bit. Everybody can lighten up, and it's super fun. Yeah. So this is – I have a really good mom box – Great. And we're all going to, like, send all this positive 
awesome energy because okay. we're celebrating uh, Jennifer Coolidge and the uh, Wonder Woman that she is. I had posted on Instagram, so my daughter um, has been taking voice lessons for a year. Um, she, we're going to keep taking them for a long time. She has her mother and her father. I mean, that is not, she is a I darling know. voice. It's, it's, she's absolutely adorable at it. And she kind of, she's also doing ukulele at the same time. And basically I'm like, you get in there for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, whatever it is. And you learn about music and I'm going to be happy as even if she just develops a love yeah. for, but also she, reading music is a really good thing to learn. It makes you good at chemistry, which can lead to a. Uh, an MD. I'm just saying. For sure. She's going to be a baby doctor if I have any, any say crossed. in the matter. Yeah. But so she's do, she decided, I want to sing a song for the talent show. And I was like, okay, but you meet, you know, if you try out for it, you will have to sing in front of the school. Yeah. And she's like, okay. So we go to do her like audition video. I put her, you know, and she's Face down on the bed. She can't do it. She can't get up. I feel up. that. I feel that. That's exactly how I am before every show. I was like, okay, so what if you combed your hair and you put on a costume? Something that made you feel a little... Because we all feel a little bit better when we're dressed right, up. we wore tracksuits. Right? Okay. So she goes, yeah, I want to do that. She comes out wearing her Wonder Woman costume. Smart. Because she's like, this makes me feel brave. She's like, I think I could wear this to you know, perform in the talent show doing this. So we put on her music. She it totally worked. There were two two more face down moments on the bed. She got up and did it, and I was like, "God, maybe I need a power outfit like this that I yes. can wear, be it a Wonder Woman costume or whatever." Right. And so we got this message from it's her name is Beth S. This is our mom box, Beth. She. Uh, sent us this wonderful message and said, I just wanted to let you know that I saw your most recent post about your daughter wearing her Wonder Woman costume to audition at that exact right moment. I'm heading in to have a port place tomorrow so I can begin chemo on Thursday for breast cancer. I now feel like I need a Wonder Woman costume of my own. Your message at the end felt like it was meant for me to hear going into this. You got this. You're braver than you know. You're so strong. Thank you for sending a message I so desperately needed to be reminded of. And so I messaged her back and I said, you got this girl. Wear something comfortable that makes you feel fierce. Wonder Woman would probably make the day of all the nurses in the office. Keep us updated. You're so strong. And she did. She sent us this picture. Get out of town. They had a a dog. They had like comfort dogs that were going Aww. around. She sent us this picture. So everybody, take a second, send Beth all the energy in the world because you know what? Because it works. Because guess it what? Does. Demar Hamlin is out of the hospital after nine days. After nine days, and that's the power that, of prayer. That's the power of prayer. And I, you know, you know, y'all know where I stand on religion in general. I'm sort of like I dip my toe just so my mom doesn't get on me. But <laughs> but when it comes to prayer and when it comes to energy, I do believe in it. And I believe that everybody got together and sent their prayers for DeMar. So let's go yeah. ahead and send us. We're some, sending you big love up. Yes. Sending you so much love. And oh man, such a shitty thing to have to go no. through, but she looks really like healthy and good. And we'll just send her some prayers. That's right. Okay, do we have a hot flash? Well, I think our hot flash was Damar, was what I meant to say Ooh, was our hot flash. And our God, other hot flash is Jennifer Coolidge, who we just can't get double over. Double hot flash. And if anybody knows her, tell her that we want her on our podcast. And by podcast, we mean 
just to come over and come sit over with us and have all some drinks day with us. long. You know what? Does anybody know Regina Hall? Because does I anybody feel like know I Regina Hall? Does anybody want Regina Hall and Jennifer Coolidge at the same time? and us? No, Alex. I get to go. Look, we've only had we've had no guests. We will. We need to see how. Oh I'm yeah, worried we I don't play think I'm going to handle that well at all. I think they're going to. We're going when they leave. Whoever the first guest is, they're we're going to be like, you have any notes or ideas for us? Stop touching me. Stop touching me. You don't me. need to sit on God, me. do you guys hang out with anybody else ever? I don't need to hear about your yeast infection. No. Oh, God. Sorry. If it's happening. What if our, if Jason Momoa, when Jason Momoa comes on our podcast, what are we not going to talk about just quickly? I feel like yeast I infection. I probably wouldn't start with the yeast infection. Yeah, you got to you gotta work into that. I mean, I, I might not be, you know, I haven't been in the game a long time, but I know that's not a winning comment. I'm going to try to keep um, acne that shows up in weird places on your body. I'm not going to talk Is about that. Is it going to be weird that I'm going to say, like, why did this take so long? Like, No, no that feels yeah, fair. fair. That yeah, feels okay. honest. And also, can we deep dive into – no, we can't. We are not. We're not going to be deep divers. We're not we're Barbara not gonna Walters. Deep dive. We're not Barbara Walters. No, we're not. We're going to talk about, like, what's your favorite kind of gum? Yeah. Nobody gets that question. We're going to be whatever the opposite of hard-hitting is. We're going to be soft – Soft touching. Well, but well, that's not, they, we're going to soft uh, yeah, touch. We, not we're going to hard touch. What? Yeah, we're not going to do it uh, literally. We're not going to hard touch Speak anybody. For Speak for your damn self. Speak for your damn self. How clear the invitation is. You'll be like, uh, Kristen, sit in your own chair. What is Can't. your favorite kind of gum, by the way? Um. Wow, this is a deep dive. Why would you do that to me right now? Um. I would say I like anything with a strong mint, but it makes me cough. And my least favorite gum is stupid sour apple because it smells like body Ew. odor in a mouth. Ew. Um, I'm going to say if I you, love cinnamon gum. I knew I, you were going to say that. Your and mom I, and I love cinnamon God, gum. God, I hate cinnamon I gum. I'd rather not have the gum. But my favorite, favorite, like hands down favorite, grape hubba bubba. 100%. Like also big league true. Yeah. Oh, big no. Yes. No. Yes. It's got a weird like powder taste. Oh. And then you suck off the taste and then you spit out the gum. I don't know if you – that's how I roll. What's that's, up, Jason Mamal? You want to see my – She described us having guests on her. There we go. Podcast. We're going to spit out Big League Chew. Thank yeah. you for joining us Bye, on our podcast. We just podcasted. Bye.